When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Holocron Histories, Star Wars canon versus legends. We're going to take a deep dive into the lore of the Star Wars universe. Welcome to the Holocron Histories podcast. I almost said the Star Wars Lorecast, and that is not the name of this podcast. It's close. But uh, <laughs> we talk about legends versus canon in topics from X-Wings to the First Order to whatever. It's in the Star Wars universe. We talk about it's legends versus canon. I'm one of your hosts, Austin, also known as Teacup. And I am Ben of Tamaria. Yeah, and so we are back for the first episode of the new year. It is 2023. And what are we talking about today, man? So, since we just got out of the holidays uh, here in the U.S., uh, celebrate Christmas, uh, New Year's, and all that, I thought it'd be a fun thing to talk about Life Day, which is the celebration. It's in the Star Wars universe. It's basically what is Christmas, New Year's, and all the holidays around the like our December time is in the Star Wars universe, and they just celebrate it as Life Day, and it's typically celebrated over a few weeks um, in the galactic calendar. So it's just more than one day. But yeah, we're we're gonna talk about a Star Wars holiday and one of the very few. Yes, at least it, that seems to be galaxy wide. Yeah, true. Exactly. At least even that's though like galaxy wide. Yeah, its origins are on a single planet. This but... is yes. This is true. Well, so let's get into it. Start off with legends. Um, with the ancient history of the holiday. Uh, The origins of Life Day lay in the culture of the Wookiees, sentient mammals who hailed from the Aboriginal world of Kashyyyk, with evidence that Wookiees celebrated the holiday by beating tree drums as early as 1,500,000 BBY. Holy crap. So this is the first we've ever been back. Yeah, that's there is not an event. The furthest we go back is twenty five thousand years, or maybe fifty thousand years BBY. Mm-hmm. But the Republic is only twenty five thousand BBY. So, thanks to Chewbacca and his uh, cohorts and his species, we have this awesome holiday. 
So the Tree of Life was the birthplace of the Wookiee culture, and it served as a central gathering place for the holiday. For many generations, Life Day was celebrated every three local years, but as the joyous holiday spread throughout the galaxy, many species and cultures began holding the celebration once a year. Cool. And then um, now we get to the Galactic War. So by the so we jumped way ahead of everything. By the end of the Cold War, around 3,640 BBY, uh, the tradition of exchanging gifts and decorating homes with the festive Life Day flair had already become a mainstream aspect of the holiday. By the time of the Galactic War, holographic Life Day trees could even be found in the core world of Coruscant, capital city of the Galactic Republic. So this is during the time of uh, Old Republic, the MMO. Mm-hmm. So, and if you play the MMO even today, every time around in December, we have the Life Day event, which is specifically this to where you just, we celebrate stuff that is in our real world as Christmas and the New Year's, but a different holiday in Star Wars. And then to celebrate Life Day, a jolly old man dubbed the Master of Ceremonies set up a shops in the Republic's Kardrick Station, along with in Torge of Life Day Reveros, <coughs> comprising of humans and Wookiees. Uh, while the Republic welcome master, the master and his followers without issue, Imperial Edict GR-1NC4 heavily discouraged the citizens of the Sith Empire from participating in Life Day, largely because certain activities be deemed unbecoming of Imperial citizenry. So the Empire, of course, doesn't like Life Day. Go figure. Why not? I mean, they're not really fans of Wookiees, so why would they be? That's the that's true. And then, uh, regardless, the master of ceremonies had somehow obtained an official license to peddle his holiday cheer in the galactic trade market sector. The Empire's uh, Viking space dock in the Outer Rim territories, an era in which those in licensing had been punished for the fullest extent of imperial law. So he found a loophole, basically, and started selling his own go- goods in both, not only in the Republic territories, but in the Imperial territories. Mm. And then, despite this oversight, the sale of Life Day goods was allowed to proceed. However, items sold by the Master of Ceremonies remained under review per section of 53-T of Imperial Law. The citizens were warned that purchasing such items may... Uh, constitute an official contraband violation and edict uh, also noted that the revelers presence conceded with the reappearance of the gray Sixant, an ancient Gree starship over the planet of Ilum which marked the return of the once powerful Gree enclave to, no- to known space okay Gree Cree. Okay, it's a little too similar here, Star Wars. Right. Star Wars, Marvel, stop playing off of each other. Mm-hmm. We'll have to get Psych in here. Right. And then now we jump even thousands of years later to the Clone Wars. So, thousands of years later, during the time of the Clone Wars, Life Day was celebrated at the main Jedi Temple on Coruscant. The hollowed halls of the temple was decorated with garland and colored Life Day orbs hanging from the ceiling, along with small 
worship trees surrounded by gifts. Boxes in the temple's main hall. Service droids, including the R2 series astromechs. P3-NUT. So, P3-NUT. And R6R-0WL, or R6OWL. And the R5-series droid, uh, BRRR, so Burr, bore festive paintings. So you had three droids named Peanut, uh, uh, Roar, and Growl, growl and Burr. And then uh, some clone troopers donned fancy armor, such as a Nutcracker armor and Life Day uh, Life Day clone troopers armor. Even the Jedi Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, known to wear his festive clothing during the holiday, while the Republic was quite fond of Life Day, the opposing Confederacy of Independent Systems were not, as evidenced by their offensive attack on the settlement on the icy planet of Ortum Platuna, and celebrated and celebrated the occasion. On Life Day? Come on. Jeez. Yeah, go figure. And um, I kind of now want to see Obi-Wan in festive clothings. Like, I what mean, the he heck? Is, he is space Jesus. He so. is. That's true. Well, I guess technically Anakin is space Jesus, but... Okay, yeah. Technically Anakin is space Jesus, but Obi-Wan looks the part better. Yeah, Obi-Wan is space <laughs> Jesus. I don't care about the logistics or the lore. Obi-Wan is space Jesus. <laughs> and then the uh, Jedi Temple in Coruscant, uh, the Ortor Platoonian settlement, was decorated with garlands and Life Day orbs. A number of... Oh, oh yeah. A wonder of Warshi trees in, had also been placed throughout the settlement, surrounded by numerous gift boxes. The Platorians, uh, hoping to mend their past rifts with the native ta- uh, Tals... Uh, so I had to deliver these gifts as token of goodwill. The infamous Separatist droid army supreme commander, General Grievous, schemed to put a stop to this by sending his battle droids to attack the settlement and steal all the presents. So basically, they made General Grievous the Grinch. Yeah, except <laughs> his heart his heart doesn't grow three times size. It said it gets burned up by a blaster. This is, yeah. It's, it's a sad, sad way for that Grinch, but... Okay, it's whatever. Um, and then, uh, however, under the leadership of the clone commander Cody and the Jedi General, the Grand Army of the Republic and the Jedi Order stood posed to drive Grievous and the other Separatists off. Shortly after Grievous landed on Orta Platuna aboard the Bellabub 22 starship Starfighter, the Solus One and a large droid army consistency of B1 series battle droids, B2 super battle droids, and the DSD1 dwarf uh, spider droids, armored assault tanks, and N99 Perseider class droid enforcers, and single trooper aerial platforms invaded the. Holy crap, he literally just sent a small army. Just take out this one little settlement for life day. Yep. And then, yeah, I just have to know, like, why weren't these episodes of the Clone Wars? I felt like they'd be hilarious. It'd be great. (laughs) It'd be so funny. 
And then, despite a, re- a relentless onslaught of five waves of battle droids, which included even General Grievous himself, the assortment of defensive fixtures constructed throughout the settlement managed to pick away at the attackers. In the end, General Gre- uh, Grievous realized all was lost. He called for a retreat and hastily ran away from the battlefield. Mm. Which, you know, he normally does that on, like, a regular occasion. When he's like, oh, I'm going to lose. I'm going to jump out of here. Yep. It's to let you know that he's a coward. Oh, big time. So now we get to the Galactic Civil War. So by the time of the Galactic Civil War, Life Day had become increasingly important to the Wookiees since the Galactic Empire had enslaved many of their kind. One particular Life Day holiday was celebrated around 3 BBY, while other various festives are carried out between 0 BBY and 3 ABY, including one noteworthy celebration halfway through the year of 1 ABY in which the Rebel Alliance hero Han Solo attempted to bring his Wookiee companion Chewbacca home to Kashyyyk in time to see his family. So, if nobody knows, <laughs> this is basically the holiday Christmas special that Star Wars did that no one should watch because it was that bad. Hot take. Hot take. It was the first time we see Boba. No, yes, but also hot take. The holiday special is hilarious. If it you is. watch it, if you watch it as a comedy and like a satire on Star Wars, it is hilarious. Like think about it like you're playing the Citadel DLC of Mass Effect. Like is that good Mass Effect? Is it good lore? No, but it's hilarious and we love it. Yes. <laughs> that th- that is so true. Hot take, holiday special. Pizza. Funny enough, you can't even find the holiday special because Disney has never distributed it. I want it. Free the holiday special. The only holiday specials we get now are in Lego format. Which, that one's good too, but I'm sure we'll get to that. Maybe. And then, despite being forced uh, to invade an imperial blockade of Kashyyyk, Han successfully brought Turi to his home in Rurukuro. Sure. We'll go with that. Uh, it's Wookiee. Like, it's in Shewook. I don't know how to read that. Uh, they also made it in time to partake in the Tree of Life ceremony, as did Luke Skywalker and his two droids, R2-D2 and C-3PO. Princess Leia Organa was also there to sing A Day to Celebrate, a celebratory Life Day hymn. The ceremony also saw the inclusion of many other Wookiees, all who wore the ceremonial Life Day robes. Okay, and- pause. Pause. Yes. It has been a minute since I've seen the holiday special. Does Carrie Fisher actually sing? I don't recall Carrie Fisher singing, but I could be completely wrong because I haven't seen it in like well over 10 years, if more than 10, 15 years. I'll have to find it and figure it out because that's hilarious. And the Life Day robes are basically just red and white robes. They, they, they're supposed to mirror like Santa kind of a thing. And then um, this was not the only time Han Solo and Chewbacca traveled to Kashyyyk for Life Day. 
Uh, during a subsequent holiday, the duo arrived on the planet alongside with R2-D2 and C-3PO, only to discover that the Wookiee Elder had canceled the event due to the lack of Orga Root. Chewbacca, anchored by this decision, attacked the Elder. So, don't get Chewbacca mad. As we've seen many times in the films, don't make a Wookiee mad. Man, Chewbacca is serious about his life day. <laughs> I I think Chewbacca hot take Ch- Chewbacca is one of those people that is upset that Starbucks has the red cups. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <sighs> and then if Han- you're offended by that, listen to a different podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and then Han Solo diffused the situation by agreeing to travel to Kashyyyk's lower levels to search for Root. Uh, journeying with Chewbacca and the droids, the group managed to acquire the Rook after witnessing the planet killing a group of Imperials, or the plants killing a group of Imperials. An Imperial scientist named Gali Petro was spared, however, he the, uh, she joined the group during the Tree of Life ceremony. Hmm. So apparently these roots kill people. Oh. Which most plants in the Star Wars universe do. So. Except for Melurons. Though you could True. argue Melurons, that yeah. Melurons do kill people because you're trying, if you steal an Imperial fighter while you're trying to get them, you might die. That's true. <laughs> and then, uh, during the days leading up to one particular life day, a Scurrilous smuggler by the name of Shady Purrs stole all the Orgaroot on Kashyyyk in order to save the holiday. A Wookiee na- by the name of Tibura traveled off-world to find help accomplished by a protocol droid and donning a long red Life Day robe. Tibura talked but with various people at the local spaceport. And then Emperor Palpatine, leader of the Empire, refused to acknowledge the efforts made by the Rebel Alliance during Life Day. And while Holt Deb Ora of the Corellian Times could not reach him for comment, Palpatine publicist revealed that the Emperor Harbor discussed for the holiday, which he considered humbug. Okay, okay. First of all, 100%. Palpatine would you would celebrate Life Day for appearances only. Yes. He would do that. But secondly, if he is the Scrooge of this universe, the ghost of Life Day present, past, and future, they did not do their job. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. If anything, Palpatine uh, electrocuted the uh, ghost's death. Yeah. So <laughs> let's think about it. You know, and then Palpatine exercises a genocide on the Wookiees. I mean, he really must hate Life Day. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Palpatine is a whole, whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he, he's Scrooge. So Grievous is the Grinch and uh, Palpatine Scrooge. (laughs) So does that make Count Dooku Jack Frost? Or... And the Wampa's the Abominable Snowman from Rudolph. Is he Jack Frost or is he Mr. Heatmiser? 
Oh, he might be Mr. Heat Miser. Hmm. But yes, and then the Wampas are the Abominable Snowman. Oh, without a doubt. Like, that's that's obvious. Instead of making lemonade with ice, they uh, go, oh, I'm thinking Monster Inc. with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, gosh. It's a good time for a break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about everything about the podcast that's not about Star Wars lore. And so this time we thank our patrons. Thank you to all of our patrons who support us on Patreon. If you would like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash Histories and support us there. You can also support us by leaving ratings and reviews on Apple and Spotify. And if you leave a five star with some words, we will read it out on a future episode of the show. You can also come hang out with us on two discords. You can join us on the cups podcasting and more discord, which will be for this podcast and the other cup podcasts, which are the Assassin's Creed lore cast, the Dragon Age lore cast and the inheritance cycle page by page podcast. You can also join us on the Robots Radio Discord, where you can find all of those podcasts and Ben's other podcast, the Wizarding World Lorecast. Yes. Yeah. And you can go and hang out and chat with us there. And super fun. This is the only podcast where you will get both of us together. True. We're both on this one, and then we have our very own shows, and then we guest star on multiple other shows yes. <laughs> throughout the month and so yeah that's that um, um i think that's all i got do you want to read that review that we got through discord oh oh yes we do have a review to read i forgot i sent it to you and everything right so this review comes from um hold on one second what well, this is what editing is for see knew it 42 yes no No. uh so they requested a different name ah so so this comes from altair's missing ring finger and they are in the cups podcasting um discord which altair's missing ring finger um i do where is it did where what happened to it where where is his finger and we need to know yeah it's like luke's hand like Obviously, like, did Maz Katana find Luke's hand with the lightsaber? I need to know. Like, is there somewhere? Do, do, is Masiop, is there some hidden vault that has all of the assassin's ring fingers? This, these are the questions that need answering. Knowing the mentor of the Masiop, uh Brotherhood, I wouldn't doubt it. That's fair. <laughs> All right, so this says Holocron History's five stars. I've always wanted to know more about the universe of Star Wars without taking time out of my day to do the research. Playing all the games and watching all the series and the movies to deepen my knowledge about Star Wars lore is both canon in both canon and legends. Ben and Austin are very good hosts, and if it's possible to rate this, I would rate this over five Holocrons. Well, thank you, Altair's missing ring finger. Let us know how it is in Masiaf. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> it's probably very dry. Yes, probably. <laughs> but uh let's get more back into life day. Yeah.
All right, now that we're back, uh, we are now going to go into the canon of Life Day. So this is everything, you know, after Disney acquired and they considered what is in the current canon. So, prior to the invasion of Naboo, Jedi Master Qui-Gon Jinn and his Padawan Obi-Wan Kenobi went to Kashyyyk to observe the Life Day celebrations there. At the celebrations, the Jedi met up with the Wookiee Brianon, a friend of Jinn's, and set out to help find the Wookie, uh, Missy Wookiee Balfus. Yeah, Balfus. Balfus, yeah. that's an interesting Wookiee name. Right? Like, it's not as phonetic as... Tarful, Chewbacca, Chewbacca, Choisic, mm-hmm. Gunji, like all those are very phonetic. <laughs> yep. And then, however, before they could do so, the Jedi and the Celebrants were attacked by the Trandoshans hunters who captured Jin and several Wookiees. Nonetheless, the Jedi Master freed himself and the Wookiees with Kenobi's help, defending the Trandoshans captors before resuming the Life Day celebrations. So, if nobody knows what a Trandoshan is, or right on the top of their head, they are Bosk's uh, spe- species, which are they're basically lizardmen in space. That's that's what they are. They're just lizardmen. Humanoid lizardmen. You think the Trandoshans could at least give the Wookiees a break on Life Day? Do they have to hunt and enslave them on Life Day? Like, really? Well, I mean, if you want to have a good pinpoint to attack and, like, get the best surprise, logically and practically, it's the best option. Okay, I would... I was... See, I would see that if the Trandoshans were like mindless hunters. But they're not. But they are not. And they're not devoid of like compassion and emotion and understanding. They just want points from their hunter and like for their god of the hunt or whatever and to extend or whatnot. Here's the thing. Do you think that the huts allowed Chrysanthemum to celebrate Life Day? The thing is, my question would be, would Krishantan actually celebrate Life Day? I, you know, I get, like, I get the feeling. This is my thing from the Wookiee, because, like, he might be angry and a bounty hunter and, like, a hut, like, enforcer, but he's super pissed at Trandoshans. Fair. So he obviously has a strong sense of, like, Wookiee culture and Wookiee pride. That's true. So I think that, like, I think, yes, he would. He would celebrate Life Day. Okay. Hmm. Who knows? We might get a Life Day something in, like, the future of Star Wars. Maybe. Who knows? The Bad Batch might celebrate Life Day. Which, season two, we're recording on a Tuesday. It drops tomorrow on Wednesday the 4th. It does. January 4th be with you. Doesn't work. <laughs> yeah it doesn't have the like ring <laughs> um and then when wookies were enslaved by the galactic empire the holiday took an even greater significance after the empire's fall life day came to be a holiday celebrated by the people across the galaxy hmm. and then where was i 
Ah, a historian, uh, Elok Trono, wrote in the Traveler's Guide to Batu regarding Batu, a planet located in the edge of the Outer Rim Territories, the world's uh, residents celebrated the holiday with festive decor. At the close of Life Day, Batu residents gathered around the Black Spire to sing songs and spread good cheer to one another. Is Batu, Batu is Galaxy's Edge. Correct. That is the... Yeah. Uh, so breaking the meta of star wars uh disney world disneyland um you have the star wars galaxy's edge the galaxy's edge universe is set on batu and they do actually during this time of the year they actually do decorate batu they actually decorate um galaxy's edge with life day stuff which is pretty cool yeah that is cool can i get a candy cane lightsaber i don't know if they have that (laughs) Honestly. Um, and then, as a result of Jaco's best-selling book, A Smuggler's Life, Jaco's former crewmate, the Gamorian Tan, Tan, was made famous that uh, with his own hollow show as well as a Life Day song. Around 9 ABY, a mithril bounty was captured by a Mandalorian bounty hunter, and in wanting to get away, the mithril told his captor that he wanted to be home for a life day. Prior to the Resistance attack on the First Order's Starkiller base, General Leader Leia Organa reminded the Resistance members that everyone were in the same struggle against the evil and darkness by raising life day as an example. And then, long after the time of the Galactic Civil War, uh, that saw the victory of the Rebellion over the Empire, a a Will was tasked uh, by his fellows with recording galactic history for the Journal of the Wills. One one Will grew dissatisfied on how it was being, being written and stated that he would instead write a personal journal about how Chewbacca and his family celebrated Life Day. So I guess that's why where we get the story of the holiday special. Mm-hmm. All because right. of the wills. And the wills are like beings of the force that are above like a certain hierarchy in the galaxy. Yeah. So there are several like force beings in the Star Wars universe. And we'll definitely talk about them in some level. The first you think of are the Mortis Trinity, mm-hmm. which is the father, daughter, and son. Which we see in the Clone Wars. The Wills we actually also see in the Clone Wars. Part um, of the Yoda Chronicles. Yes, the Yoda Chronicles where Yoda goes. He goes to Dagobah. He goes to all these places and he sees these like like spirits. They very much resemble like the three fates or the three spinners from like Greek and Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. And they have these like masks with different expressions like happiness, sadness, concern, other things like that. And those are those are the wills, but they're like caretakers of the force and the galaxy. Yep. Um, there is a theory that all of the opening crawl text of Star Wars movies comes from the Journal of the Wills. So essentially, with if anybody else is like a Marvel fan or any know anything Marvel stuff, they're basically similar to the Watchers in a way. Yes. Which I wouldn't be surprised if that's where George Lucas came up with that. <laughs> Possible. Or Dave Filoni. Because mm. Dave Filoni created well, 
think Dave, um, Dave Filoni created the Wills. No, no, that's they go. They go back to George. Do they? Okay. Um, he wanted to like bring them like so. There used to be like theory that like the will of the Force was a W H I L L, mm. not W I L L. And so, like, they were embodiments of the Force. There was a lot of theory and a lot of, like, speculation that you can get from George Lucas that these had a broader a broader role to play in the movie franchise that he just never kind of saw to fruition. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then the dissatisfied Will thus compiled some notes on the matter. Uh, and when the Will writing the journal began recording the events following the Battle of Yavin... The dissatisfied Will offered to share the notes on how the rebel heroes helped Chewbacca return to Kashyyyk to see his son, Lumpy, for a life day. Lumpy. Like, come on, Chewbacca. You couldn't think of a better name than Lumpy? No. No? It has to be? His full name. Uh, Okay. Is Lumparoo. Okay, that makes more sense. That makes a lot more sense now. Or, uh... Waru or Lumpy are the other names that he can. Okay. Which, you know, in canon, Chewbacca does have either a wife or something, which we see in the solo movie, like when they rescue mm-hmm. the Wookiees from Kessel. True. Which is kind of a blending be- between canon and legends a little bit because Han and Chewie do meet while they're prisoners of the Empire. They're just on Kessel instead of wherever they are uh legends i think it was cloud city wasn't it i thought they were both on kessel maybe i can't remember (laughs) so now we get to the core tenets of life day so in its deepest meaning life day was a celebration of kashyyyk's diverse ecosystem and many forms of life it uh compassed it was also a time to remember family members who had died and the young ones who had continued to bring new life to a family. Wookiees greatly valued morality, courage, compassion, and loyalty. A sacred and ancient Wookiee tradition was that the that of the honor family, which comprised of a Wookiee's closest friends and companions. And then... These family members pledged a commitment to lay down their lives for one another, a concept known as a life debt. Uh, these extended Wookiee families would co- uh, customarily gather to celebrate a day of joy and har- harmony as promised by the Tree of Life. Wookiees often braved uh, adverse conditions to make it home for the holiday, and it was important for time for family bonding and thankfulness. And life debts, we we see a lot of different life debts in Star Wars. I mean, does does Chewbacca have a life debt with Han? In Legends, he does. I Legends, don't know he they, does. I can't remember they, if he did in canon or not. No, uh, but we've seen we see life debts in the Kotor mm-hmm. games. There are life debts everywhere. Yep. And then, however, it was at times impossible or impractical for Wookiees to make their journey home, despite being traditionally celebrated on Kashyyyk, and usually at the Tree of Life, the enslavement of the Wookiees under the reign, uh, reign of the Galactic Empire oftentimes forced the species to hold their holidays wherever they were. Life Day Orbs, a Wookiee artifact, was a traditional symbol carried by Wookiees during Life Day celebrations. The glass-like shining orbs... Uh, 
constituted one of the holiday's most ancient of traditions as evidenced by the portrayal of the painting uh, titled Ancient Life Day, in which it was being carried by a lantern. The orbs typically contain a field of stars representing the life day, the afterlife. Uh, the beings of Kashyyyk believed that when they died, they would walk off into the stars. The globes had a variety of uses during Life Day festivals. Small ones were color colored and attached to the branches of uh, ornate trees. Others were kept as memorabilia. So, basically, they're uh, tree decorations or, you know, kind of like a remembrance orb kind of a thing style mm -hmm. and then most importantly wookie households displayed such orbs on their tables and gathered around them performing a giant silent prayer ceremony over time the tradition of putting up colorful decorations like life day orbs ornaments buntings and wreaths has spread through the parts of the galaxy for many generations life day was celebrated every three local years but as the holiday became more popular other cultures began celebrating and holding this celebration once a year and then, despite its name, Life Day festivities could be celebrated over the course of several days. During the Galactic Wars, festivs, uh, festivities were conducted over the course of approximately two weeks, whereas during the Galactic Civil War, festivities could be conducted over the course of at least a couple days. Okay. Which goes all the way back to like the older public MMO, where the Life Day event is typically a couple weeks. And then we have the festive wear. So another ancient tradition was that the Life Day robe, red garments worn during the ceremonies, although they were only intended to be worn by Wookiees, the robes were at times appropriated by other species. However, Life Day robes were not only the only type of clothing worn during the celebrations. Life Day jackets and holiday jackets were warm, festive jackets that worn in the celebration of the holiday. Kashyyyk elite hunters, uh, banadolers, were also available during the Life Day, a type of bandolier, usually worn by the most bandolier. prominent bandolier. Uh, it's the sash mm -hmm. um, thing. Sash thing that like Chewbacca wears all the time with like ammo and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, most prominent Wookiee hunters of Kashyyyk during the Clone Wars, Obi Wan Kenobi wore a distinctive white, white and red robe, black boots, and white gloves, and a uh, and a black, large black belt with a brass colored buckle. Huh. I wonder if that uh you know is similar to another historical mythology being that we have in our real world. Hmm. So not only is Obi-Wan Space Jesus, he is Space Santa. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then uh, complimenting his look on the drop uh, was a drooping festive hat, white and white and red in color, and uh, con con conceal in appearance. Obi-Wan's choice of festive clothing was available. Uh, to other Republic citizens during the holiday. Even clone troopers wore celebratory suits of armor during the holiday, such as the colorful Nutcracker clone troopers and brightly lit Life Day clone troopers. Uh, Freyan Dien and the model nodes donned festive wear during Life Day, uh, including long red holiday jackets, 
and Wookiee Life Day vendors wore red and white chef's aprons, Wookiee Life Day necklaces, and wore a type of necklace worn in honor of the holiday. On the other hand, Astromech Droids, Protocol Droids, and MSE Series Droids will also be donned with an overlay of festive lights. Mouse droids could be affixed with a wine key and tail and give an appearance that of a toy mouse. And then, now we get to behind the scenes. Uh, Life Day was introduced in the Star Wars canon through a databank entry in the official Star Wars website. In Star Wars Legends, uh, Life Day was celebrated in the Star Wars Holiday Special, a television variety show that was spun off of the Star Wars George Lucas film of the previous year. Makes sense. Uh, the special was released in November 17th, 1978, exactly one week before Thanksgiving in the United States. And the special Han Solo and his Wookiee first mate Chewbacca visit Kashyyyk to the latter to the latter can celebrate Life Day with his family. And then in 2017, short story Wills, written by Tom Engelberger and released in the part of the From a Certain Point of View anthology, contains a brief reference to the holiday special with a character stating that there was some great ideas of an episode about Chewbacca's family celebrating Life Day. And then on November 17th, 2019, a fan-organized Life Day celebration was held at Disneyland Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. The Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, a Lego film revolving around Life Day, was released on Disney Plus on Life Day, November 17th, 2020. In the Lego Holiday Special trailer, the Jedi Grandmaster Yoda defines Life Day as a time of friendship, family, and a time of joy. It's very good. You I've, should watch it. I have yet to watch it. It's very good. It follows basically, um, it follows Ray and Finn kind of through all this going on and kind of the aftermath of Rise of Skywalker. And I will say this: Ray ends up going back in time and traveling across the Star Wars. Oh, time. okay. Yeah, I've seen clips of her going like in back in time and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's very interesting. It's very um hilarious it's pretty good i recommend it and then um life day celebrates values of family and joy values which was central to george lucas the creator of star wars lucas defines joy as compassion and selfless form of happiness and the light side of the force and sees his greatest source of happiness to be caring for his children oh and that's where life day comes from Yes. Uh, fun fact, George Lucas' son does make a cameo appearance in the prequel trilogy. Doesn't both his kids have a thought, right? Yes, they do. They they do. They both do. I think his daughter makes a cameo appearance with him. Yeah, because that's in Revenge of the Sith. Yes, they're both in Revenge of the Sith. His son is, so if you remember, after Order 66 is carried out, Bail Organa goes to the temple. Yes, he was and the... And the clones turn him away, and a Jedi comes He was a Jedi back. Padawan. Um, yeah. fighting the clone troopers trying to get a bail out of there. Yeah. That's right. So, sadly, George Lucas's son did not survive Order 66. Mm-mm. But that's what we got on Life Day. All right. It's a fun little holiday. It is. It's fun. a fun event in Swift Tour, too. So if anybody wants to play, it's yeah. over now. So we, you'll have to wait next year. Next year. But it's still fun. it's a fun event. Get mm-hmm. free stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. Thank you all for listening to the Holocron Histories podcast. And may the force be with you. Thank you for listening to Holocron Histories, Star Wars canon versus legends. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can also follow us on Twitter at SWHoloHistories and contact us at holocronhistories at gmail.com. Hi, welcome to Three Count Thoughts. Let me introduce the crew real quick. Hi, I'm Maverick Stone. I'm Romer. And I'm Jaxus. Join us as we talk all things wrestling. Each week, we'll take a topic from the wrestling world, knock it around a bit, and then go over the week in wrestling from a strictly fan perspective. We can be found on all major podcast catchers. We can also be found at Three Count Thoughts on both YouTube and Twitter. Or you can send us an email using threecountthoughts at gmail.com. Okay, are you ready? Ring the bell. <laughs>